Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. Say this with me. Say, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word that's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. We thank you, God, for directing us and healing us through your word. It is your word that sets us free. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus said it clearly. He says, sanctify them through your truth. Sanctify them through your word because your word is truth. Amen. 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 So when we study the word of God, we are being sanctified by the word of God. The word of God heals us. The word of God delivers us. We study so that we are healed. We don't study so that we're deep. Anybody studying the word of God to be deep, you're shallow. We don't study to be theologians. We don't study to be the best preachers or teachers. We study so that we are approved unto God. Show me someone studying the word of God and I'll show you, I'll show you someone delivered from needing affirmation from people. Let me say that again. Show me someone studying the word of God and I'll show you someone who's been delivered from needing affirmation from people. When you dive into the word of God, you'll find that you already have been affirmed. And you don't need anybody. I know we grew up with theme music. Anybody in the 70s? We grew up with theme music. You know, we Shaft was our favorite character. Had the theme music behind him. But now that we've studied the word of God, we understand that the theme music that's behind us, that's before us, that's on every side of us is the promises of God. And the promises of God are yes and amen. You can call me whatever you want to call me, but the promises of God are yes and amen. I'm redeemed. May not look like it yet, but I've been redeemed. I got a song that the angels can't even sing. I've been washed in the blood of the lamb. And when you study the word of God and you know that for yourself, you don't need anybody coming to tell you, you cute Rose. I see you over there, Rose. I see you, Rose. I see you. But you don't need nobody. But before I saw Rose, Rose has to get up every morning and see herself for who she is. And if she has a way to leave the house to be told she's beautiful in God and she's wonderful and she's all that, she's already defeated. But if she can wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and go, there you go. And I'm not. I'm not talking about conceit because you think you're all that. No, because of Christ, I am who I am. Hallelujah. Then we see, then that song chains fall means something, right? 
There's power in the blood of Jesus, right? That, that means something because we have been affirmed by Jesus Christ, yes. not by man. I love when Cleo says, I'm 70 years old. 70 what? 73. Stand up, Cleo, and just do a little twirl around. Let them, let them see what... Let them see what 73 look like and good. Come on, stand up, Rose. I mean, not Cleo. Cleo, stand up. Come on, do a little twirl around, Cleo. Come on, Cleo. <laughs> now, now, can I one-up you? Can I one-up you? Eleanor, stand up. This is what, 90? Ninety-two. Ninety. And we got ninety-three in the back. I believe it's ninety. Come on, somebody. Hey, 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 Anthony, uh, come here, brother. Come here real, real quick. Bring your friend up. Bring your friend up here real quick. Bring your friend up here real quick. Come on up here real quick. Come stand right here. I want to show you somebody who's been redeemed by Jesus. Just stand. Turn around and let them see you. S- seven heart attacks. And two strokes. But but he told me something yesterday. He said, I know my purpose that is in Jesus Christ. I I, I must have a purpose because I've, I've survived seven heart attacks and two strokes. So I know that God has me here for a reason. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. God bless you. All right. Look what it says. Let's go to Colossians, the third chapter. Colossians 3. Y'all been getting some good preaching here, I heard, while I've been gone. Amen. Let me see if I can live up to a little bit of what has been going on here. Look what it says in Colossians 3. It says this. Therefore, if we have been raised with Christ. See, I've been raised with Christ. That was a little weak. Come on, say, I've been raised with Christ. Now, you got to believe that. I've been raised with Christ. 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 Yes, the cross means something. The cross means that everything that's in my past and everything that's in my present and everything that's in my future, I have victory. I have victory over. I have victory over. All right? I have victory over everything in my past. I got everything. I have victory over everything in my present. I have victory over everything in my future. I have victory. I have victory. Therefore, there is no condemnation because I am in Christ Jesus. Why? The cross has given me victory. 
But being raised in Christ has given me authority. Let's see that. Let's see those two different things. I have victory at the cross. I have authority at the empty grave. All right. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is living where? On the inside of us. So I'm forgiven at the cross and I have authority at the empty grave. So walk in the authority of the empty grave. Walk in the authority. Jesus didn't just get up. He got up and said, all power is given to me in heaven and in earth. I want y'all to see that. Simple math. All power. Somebody say all. all. Now, now catch that because if you and I are playing with the marbles and I got all the marbles, how many do you have? All right. Let me say it again. If, if you and I are playing with marbles and I have all the marbles, how many do you have? So when Jesus said all power is given into, unto me in heaven and in earth, then guess who doesn't have any power? The devil. So stop saying the devil made me do it. No, the devil influenced me and I wanted to do it. I like what was being shown to me, so I did it. Because the devil doesn't have authority over me. He entices me to do what I've been delivered from. But if I walk in the authority of Jesus Christ, then I'm not walking in the things that used to have authority over me. I'm walking in the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Drugs no longer have victory over me. Any addiction that I dealt with no longer has victory over it. So then I have to recognize that if I wanted to, if I do it, it's because I wanted to do it. And most times, Tim, when Tim finds himself doing stuff that is not pleasing to God, it's because Tim hasn't been in his word. Tim hasn't been before the Lord and having those intimate moments before God. So look what it says. If we've been raised in Christ, if we've been raised with Christ, look at this, which is a new life, sharing in his resurrection, keep seeking. Somebody say, keep seeking. Keep seeking. All right, look, at the, look what it says here. Keep seeking the, seeking the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind, second verse says this, set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above. Set your mind. See, the Bible talks about us not being saved because of works, but we are saved to do works. Now, man has confused us and told us that doing works are reading your Bible um, paying your tithes, giving to the homeless. Those are acts. Those are acts of righteousness. They're not works. Let me say it again, because this is going to blow up some people's theology. There are people that are given to the homeless that are going to go to hell. There are people 
that the Bible's right. He says, though I give my body to be burned, though I give all that I have to the poor and do not have love, I am nothing. So the only way I have love is I have to seek those things that are above because God is. So the works that I think are, are making me righteous are not the works that God is referring to. Look at what the works are. He said, works that make you righteous are setting your mind and keeping your mind habitually focused on the things above. Pastor Tim, but I got a family. Pastor Tim, but I got this. And Pastor Tim, I got that. I want you to know something. God cares about your family. God cares about your well-being. God cares about everything that you got that he's given you here on earth. So setting your mind on the things above on God does not mean you're taking from what he's given you here on earth. Man created a theology that says this. And this is going to hurt some people. My first ministry is my family. (laughs) That's not scripture. My first ministry on the things that are above. Because if my mind's on God, then he's going to always make sure I take care of my family. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. My first ministry is setting my mind on God. And the re- and, and, and let me prove why you prove to you why it's wrong theology. It's not working. Amen. It's not working. Our sons and our daughters are dying. Our sons and our daughters don't know the truth. Why? Because they see us with this horizontal connection and saying this is what is important. No, this is what's important so that I can do this correctly. we're buying this, we're getting this, we're getting that, and we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that, and we're trying to do this, and we're trying to do that, and we're trying to do this, and we're trying to do that, and we think, oh man, this is what's going to make me happy, and this is what's going to make my kids happy, and this is what's going to make my my family happy, and this is what's going to make my wife happy, and this is what's going to make my husband happy, and this is what's going to make my job happy. No, I got to make sure that I set my affections on above, because when I do that, then God is going to show me how to defeat the enemy that's coming against my family. Oh, my God. We've done, and I'll tell you, we've done everything. We've done everything. We bought the kids everything that they wanted. We put them in the house. We put them in this. I was hearing Ceci talk about growing up on beans and rice. I know that feeling. Remember the cheese that we used to get in the box? That cheese made the best grilled cheese sandwiches ever. But but boy, if you ate too many of those grilled cheese sandwiches, you had to go to the hospital to get cleaned out. You was in trouble. (laughs) 
And we talk about those times. We go, man, you know what? All that stuff, man, man, living in one room, eating beans and rice, eating the grilled cheese sandwiches, eat, going to the food bank, doing all that. Man, when I get some money, when I get that, you know, man, I, my kids ain't going to ever, ever suffer the way I suffered. I wish we can go back to living in one room because what we had was Jesus. The bigger the house, the less Jesus. The more toys, the less Jesus. The steak on the table, the less Jesus. But when we had beans and rice, we gathered around the table and we gave thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we said, thank you for the beans. Thank you for the cheese. Lord, thank you for what we have. One television we got, we gathered around the one television and we had to choose what we were going to watch together. Now there's televisions in every room. We can go and come to, from the refrigerator to get whatever we want. Money in our pockets. More rooms than we got people living in there. And Jesus is nowhere in the house. But when we set our minds and keep focus habitually on the things that are above the heavenly thing, God, what is your will for my life? God, what is your desire for me today? God, what is your, God? I, listen, there's no good thing in my flesh. I'll create a theology in a minute that's nothing, has nothing to do with you, that doesn't draw me closer to you, but actually makes me further from you. But what is your desire for me? God, I want to live like you. I want to be an obeyer of your word. I want to walk like you walk. I want to talk like you. I want to say what Jesus said. I only do what I see the Father doing. Setting our minds and keeping them habitually on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth which only have temporal value. I, you know, it's funny. It's funny. I, w- I was talking to somebody the other day, a couple of things. One, they said, nowhere in the Bible does Jesus talk about the lake that burns with fire. Yes, it does. Yes, he does. All right. The second thing they told me was this. This, this, this. <laughs> I said, he says, you know, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with weed because God put it here. I said, okay. Yeah, he put it here. Everything, he, he created that. He put it here. I said, okay. I said, you remember in the garden when, when God cursed the ground? He said, yeah. I said, remember when Adam fell, Eve and Adam fell and God cursed the ground? He said, yeah. I said, if you read the scripture, it says, and then the thorns and the thistles begin to grow. I said, and if you look in the thorn and the thistle and the family line of it, it's tobacco, weed. I said, so it didn't begin to grow until God cursed the ground. But man has told you that's how you can sit back, relax and chill. And because God put it here, it's good. No, 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 no. I will not eat of or drink of or smoke of the accursed. 
But you'll never know it until you set your Christians just got jacked up right there, didn't it? Pastor Tim, man. I had one rolled already at the house ready. I was going to study the, I was going to go over the sermon tonight and come on, Pastor Tim. But you don't know revelation until you set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things that are above and the things that are not of this earth. For we have died to this world and our life now, our life now is hidden with Christ in God. Our life now is, which means you will never find the answer to our life on earth you know what go go to Romans real quick Romans 12 go to Romans 12 let me show you because what's what's happening is we're listening to the world while we're trying to please God and it'll never work that way look what he says here in 12 1 he says therefore this is Paul writing to the church of Rome I urge you brothers and sisters by the mercies of God someone say mercies of God now I know that they're new every morning all right my forgiveness is new every morning all right he says since you have mercy since you have forgiveness present your bodies which means dedicating yourselves to be set apart as a living sacrifice Holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your logical and your intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world. We no longer live by its values or its customs. I no longer live by its values or its customs. I don't get my direction from the world. I get my direction from the Lord. In all my ways, I acknowledge him so that he can direct my steps. I know when my flesh has risen to a point where I got to get back before God because thoughts and words formulate in my mind, thoughts formulate in my mind, thoughts and words formulate in my mouth that will speak death upon those I love. They'll speak death upon myself. So what I do is I study in that moment to be quiet because I need to get back before the Lord because the values of the world have taken control. You need to get away. You need to go do this. You need to go do that. Notice it's never saying get in front of God. It's saying it's never saying lay before God. It never says pray. It never says seek your faith. It says get away, run, do this, do that. You know what? You need to do this. You need to do that. All these things that seem to work. You need a vacation. You can go to Mexico, you can go to Europe, you can go and do all those things and still come back and be the same person, miserable. Selfish and self-centered. I can do all that and I'll have a few days of, oh, it felt good, but I got to come back to the reality of my life. 
I can go get a massage. I can go to Calistoga for the weekend. And they can work out every kink when I'm coming back to what caused the kinks. Why? Because I have not yet set my affection on things above rather than things of this world. So I'm not conformed to this world, but I'm transformed and changed by the renewing of my mind. Who, Jesus, without you, I am nothing. Jesus, I can't do anything without you. Without you, I fail. But in you, I've been made the head and not the tail. In you, I have victory. Your goodness and your mercy follows me all the days of my life. I don't need to sit down before a therapist to tell me and try to convince me that your goodness and your mercy is following me all the days of my life. I got to believe that you have given me the victory that is in Christ Jesus. Therefore, listen, if I don't catch it through you, Jesus, I'll go from therapist to therapist to therapist to therapist to therapist to therapist and never, ever be made whole. But Jesus in you, I am made whole. In you, I am healed. In you, I am set free. I'm set free from generational curses. I'm set free from any bondage. I'm set free from my evil thoughts. I'm set free from my stinky thinking. I'm set free. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX.